Dead around my head like a Mac Fed. Y'all ready? I pull out the Porsche, I jump in the miles, and then it's the reason. Oh, yeah. I pull out the Porsche, I jump in the miles, and then it's the reason. I know what it's like to be killed. Now we took your wrist together. Real ones can't be stopped. Tory Lanez. And when I go, he gon' redeem. DJ Trauma. Yeah. Okay. What's good, what's hood, everybody? It's your boy B-L-A-K-K-A-C here in Lynchburg City today. Feeling really good outside today, man. Got some like, mm, probably 80-something degrees weather. Uh, got my boy uh, Tory Lanez in the background here, banging that new chick's tape. I'm telling y'all, man, part three, the new Toronto, man, that shit is hot. Don't forget to download that shit. iTunes, whatever y'all do, SoundCloud, Pandora, however y'all get it. I mean, download that shit. Bring that shit in your car, bring it in your earbuds. It's, 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 it, it came out at the right time, you know what I mean? And and, and also, uh, Big Sean. Big Sean's new album, Detroit 2. It's a banger, as I told y'all yesterday. I downloaded that shit yesterday. It's a banger, man, trust me. So, yeah, man. I'm just going to jump right into uh, certain... I got some sports for y'all today. I got some sports news for y'all today. Uh, also, man, I want to give a shout-out, a real big shout-out to my auntie, my auntie Linda E. Moss. Uh, from my understanding, she supposedly had a heart attack or something to that nature. So my heart goes out to her. Uh, get well, and uh, I'm going to try and get with you soon, Miss Lady. Love you lots. And uh, we had a uh, sports legend, man, passed away, I want to say probably over the weekend, by the name of Joe Morgan. So for all of you baseball fans out there, I'm quite sure you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, Joe had played, man, for like... What, man, I, I want to say like five different teams or some shit like that, man. And uh, he's a Hall of Famer who is considered one of the uh, best second basemen of all time. He died at the age of 77. Uh, and Morgan family spokesman told the Associated Press that he died at home in Danville, California. And uh, he was suffering from a nerve condition. Now, Morgan had a 22-year career and played for five different teams. Uh, but he's primarily known as uh, one of the major drives of the Cincinnati Reds big red machine in the 1970s he spent eight seasons with the Reds going into the playoffs five times and winning the World Series twice man so you know shout out to uh, Joe Morgan man and uh, my condolences to his family and stuff man he was a great one man I remember old Joe on uh, I think he was on like uh, baseball tonight I don't remember him playing you know what I'm saying in, in uh, 77 I mean uh, back in those days man I was like that a little baby or a little kid or something like that you know what i mean uh shout out to uh joining the show right there muhammad appreciate it man and uh so yeah man that was little joe morgan man and yeah i i, I remember you know so i'm i'm a real big face baseball fan i also like cricket as well man i'm uh you know have have uh, some west indy blood in me and so i grew up around a lot of uh like just different kind of sports and international people and stuff like that man i'm also a big fan of soccer as well and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, from my understanding, like he's like the biggest 
soccer trend i mean soccer player that you have right now in the mls and uh he's just contracted uh the uh, covid 19 virus man so you know this this disease here it has uh affected the sports world like crazy you know what i mean but uh we just keep going man we just got to keep on i'm i don't, I don't want to say you know keep living your lives because that that sounds uh unresponsible now to say keep living your lives to a certain degree just sounds unresponsible to me but uh, i just want people to understand that you know what i'm saying you gotta be careful you guys just gotta be aware and, and you know if you can't social distance yourself then at least wear your mask and put some gloves on or some shit like that as well man so check it out man did anybody see that monday night game last night i mean i mean a uh, tuesday night game i'm sorry it's been so much football, man, already. Different days of the week. I didn't got it mixed up already, man. But last night game, Tuesday night game, man, uh, the t uh, Tennessee Titans and the, uh, man, who was the other team that they were playing out there? The uh, L.A. Chargers, man. And uh, the L.A. Chargers quarterback, man, that, that the kid, Justin Herbert, he's like that. Dude is like that. He's built for the NFL, guys. I don't know if you guys check him out in college or not. Me, personally, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm more of an ACC guy, and outside of the ACC, the SEC, and a little bit of the Big Ten, you know, a little bit of Pac-12, with everything else sprinkled in. You know what I mean? But I missed this one, man. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I did something that I normally don't do, and I, I went with other analysts and shit like that without doing the homework myself. And I was on that, oh, this guy's going to be a bus train. I was one of the people that was like, yo, how come the Chargers didn't go and get uh, Cam Newton? You know what I'm saying? That kind of shit there after uh, Philip Rivers, you know what I'm saying, left the team over there. And so, you know, then they were they were, they were were head on. I mean, they were adamant, you know what I'm saying, with starting the season with Tyrell Taylor. So, you know, when you have a draft pick of that caliber that high, a lot of in today's NFL, that guy doesn't sit on the bench unless there's a Hall of Famer in front of him or there's something wrong with his mechanics, that's something that you're not seeing in practice. And, you know, with, with, when the reports came out that they were going to start Tyrod Taylor, I'm like, okay, uh, maybe this dude is exactly who I thought he was, that dude being Justin Herbert, of course. And then, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, Tyrod gets in, and, of course, you know what I mean, uh, if I'm correct, I think the, uh, the Chargers win, you know what I mean, because they only won one game so far. And so, you know, then next thing you know, before week two comes over, there there's reports that, you know, Tyrod Taylor has some type of heart trouble or something like that, so he's not going to be able to play. And lo and behold, you know, Justin Herbert comes in and, and, and the guy plays lights out. You know what I mean? So being that he didn't, he had just got the start, you know what I'm saying? He was told he was going to start like minutes before the game and shit. So this guy really didn't have time to practice and study as a number one during the week or anything of that nature. You know what I mean? So he came out there with, you know, just basically raw talent or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He did his thing. Now it's like, okay, but everybody, you know what I'm saying? I've seen that a lot of quarterbacks have beginner's luck. You know what I'm saying? And then I started, you know, and then he just kept going. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, if they, if the uh, Chargers had any type of defense right now, those guys could be anywhere between 4-1 and one and 5-0. and oh. And that's real shit. That's real shit. And that's just because of, you know what I'm saying, what they do on the offensive side of the ball. I, me, and a whole bunch of the other guys who spoke about Justin Herbert were wrong. And if they got a pair of nuts just like I do, then they can be a man just like I do and admit it. And I admit to the fact that I was wrong about Justin Herbert. He is one of the premier quarterbacks in the league. You know what I mean? And, and it's early right now. And there's another kid out there in Cincinnati by the name of Joe Barrow. Keep your eyes on Joe Barrow. Now, I did get a chance to watch him in college uh, with LSU. And uh, I got a chance to see him play in the championship game against the uh, mighty giant, that being the uh, Clemson Tigers. You know what I mean? And so uh, to see what he's doing in the NFL right now, uh, 
you know, just being thrown into the fire like that, man, a young guy like that, man, I think you should do that, man. I mean, why put these guys on the bench, especially if you don't have nothing in front of them, you know what I mean? So shout out to those guys, man, Justin Herbert and, uh, you know, Joe Barrow, man. And I just want to say that the league itself, man, has a uh, it has quite a few, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a crop of young talent right now in the quarterback position. And it started, it's starting to look like it's going to get to a point, man, to where every team in the NFL has a, 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 a high caliber type quarterback. And oh my, oh my, oh my, what kind of fun would that be if every team in the NFL, at the very least, if they had nothing else, they had a high caliber quarterback. Because I do believe if you have a high court, caliber quarterback and you also have a coach that's pretty decent, you can put some shit together and, 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 and become a playoff team. And everybody knows when you get to the playoffs in the NFL, shit changes to some degree. And speaking of the playoffs in the NFL, there has been reports by uh, uh, Roger Goodell, the uh, commissioner of the NFL, that there could be a situation to where they play the playoff games in a bubble. And if that goes down, people, trust me, that's going to be very fucking interesting because you're already seeing certain teams right now that are winning due to not having crowds there or little to no crowds there if i should say and uh you know they're doing their thing man i'm starting to see teams i saw it in the nba bubble you started to see teams with especially the young teams who can get affected by the crowd noise quicker than the veteran can you know what i mean and uh to see these guys perform without like as i said for the nfl little to no crowd at all Man, it's something short of amazing, man, I swear. So, you know, it's going to be very interesting if that goes down for the NFL in the sense of having a playoff system in the bubble. Now, it's already taking place in the uh, in the baseball world. They're in the bubble, you know what I'm saying, for the uh, playoffs and things of that nature, man. And I'm already starting to see, you know what I'm saying, certain effects on that, man, because me personally, I strongly – uh, believe that if the LA Dodgers were playing at home in LA in their actual stadium with fans there, that they would not be down 0-2 to the Atlanta Braves, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? But they're both teams, and now granted, both teams are playing on a neutral site. You know what I mean? So I can't be that harsh, or I can't, my criticism, you know what I'm saying, really shouldn't be that harsh, if I should say. But at the same time, man, you know, it's, the if possibility is, is sustainable, if you ask me, because of what I've seen prior to the whole COVID situation. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting, man, to uh, see how that plays out. You know what I mean? And uh, speaking of last night's game, Monday night game, the stiff arm that Derrick Henry put on the cornerback Josh Norman was, man, yo, it was, man, that shit was life-threatening. It didn't make no sense, man, because if I'm Josh Norman, I may have to get up and start fighting. Like, like, dude, you push me, you push me down like a, 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 a dude would do a woman in a domestic relationship. That's what I saw last night. I saw some bitch get out of my face. Boom. <laughs> That's real shit, man. And you know what I'm saying? Not, not making fun or mockery in any, you know what I'm saying, type of uh, domestic violence, you know what I'm saying, against women, because I understand that shit's real. But I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, in that instance right there, man, the way he pushed dude, man, you know, and, and granted it wasn't for a long run or anything like that, but man, I swear, yo, pushing somebody like that while running with the football in your hand, bro, and, and putting them on their ass like that, yo, it's just, it, man, that's crazy, man. Spook, what's going on?
But yeah, man. Uh, like I said, man, and also, man, Ryan Tanner here, he also showed me something as well, man. Like, this dude was left for dead in Miami when Adam Gase was the head coach there, and I'm not sure. You know, but Adam Gase seems to be a quarterback killer. You know what I mean, man? Look at what's going on right now in New York with the Jets, man, with uh, old boy at the ham, Adam Gase and uh, Donald. You know what I mean? Now, you know, this guy, the, the, the quarterback for the Jets, man, right now, man, he has taken a tremendous step back. You know what I mean? And I was watching this guy. Last, it, I was watching him last year, Sam Donald. You know what I'm saying? I was watching him last year, man. And I saw a little bit of potential, man, especially when he had a healthy run game, which every young quarterback needs. Every young quarterback needs, except the ones who run like the Michael Vicks of the world and the uh, the, the uh, Lamar Jacksons of the world, those type of guys. They don't really need a, a hell of a run game, man, because they're running quarterback, dual threats. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, man, and, and it's sad to see what's going on in certain uh, places when it comes to sports. I am a firm believer that you are a professional athlete and you are paid millions of dollars. Now, I'm not one of those guys that say, hey, uh, shut your whining and all that shit. You want to be a political activist and all of that in between time? That's perfectly fine with me. But the one thing I, I, I uh, expect from every uh, paid professional athlete is 100% effort. That's exactly what that. There should never be blowouts in any sport. There should never be blowouts in any sport, bro. That's real. I, I, when when it just should never happen. It should never happen. And if it does, it should be something that's once in a blue moon. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing worse than seeing a football team getting their ass kicked thirty something to ten. Like, where's the effort? You get paid millions of dollars just like those guys across the other side of the field from you. Where's the coaching? Where's the effort? It kills me to see one in three football teams. And my football team is a one in three football team. I'm sorry, they're a two in three football team. My team is the Dallas Cowboys, and they're in the worst division in fucking football. The worst division. Doesn't get any worse than it. You can win your division games in this division here. You don't have to win a game outside of your division, and you're going to go to the playoffs. That's how bad the fucking division is. Miss T, thank you for joining. And and it's crazy. You know what I mean? And and granted that Dak Prescott is out right now, we can still get Andy Dalton to slide right in and, and, and uh, you know, just continue to do what they do, man. But they have to shore up the defense as well. You know what I mean? On that end. And that's real talk there, man. But the Tennessee Titans, you know what I'm saying? Getting back to Monday night game, man. Tennessee Titans are, are, are the quietest 4-0 team. Now, they have been off for the past 16 days. You know what I mean? So they've had, like, back bye weeks back-to-back. Due to COVID-19, two of the teams that they were expecting to play each came down with the COVID-19 and, and, and uh, the ten some of the Tennessee Titan players as well, man. So, you know, that team came out to be to be laid off that long, you know, in a professional sport, especially football, NFL football, man. You know, that was real big. That's basically almost the same amount of time you would get in between playing a championship game and the Super Bowl. You get that two weeks off, but... To get it like this in this, you know, the beginning part of the season like this, man, is crazy. And uh, I've told uh, several people, man, that COVID was going to, you know, uh, show its ugly head. And uh, it's shown it in all sports now. And as I said earlier, for those who are just joining me, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, the MLS, the, the biggest MLS uh, soccer player, he, you know, contracted the uh, COVID-19. And uh, I can't, I, I'm not sure which professional golfer it is, but he contracted the disease as well, man. So, you know, 
and you still have in the as far as the college players man you still have uh coaches if i'm correct the florida gators coach dan mullen is still saying he's expecting a packed house next week when damn near majority of the whole team came down with COVID. like they don't get it man they don't get it i get it to some degree if you're young you know your 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 uh percentage of you know living is is higher than those who are older i get it i get it i get it i get it but a lot of this shit falls on the potters you know what i'm saying he has to understand that he has a lot of ears and eyes that are watching and listening to him and for some apparent reason look up to him i don't know why but they do you know what i'm saying muhammad hadi thank you for joining and uh they have to understand that well, he has to understand that you got a nation of people or a flock of people or a cult of people, whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying, that's listening to what the fuck he's saying. And so when you, you know, contract COVID yourself as a 74-year-old man, you get the best fucking medication that they have to offer. Even though you are a guinea pig in the, situ- in the point of getting the medication, you still get the best that they have to offer. They have the best health care that you could possibly have. You're the president of the fucking United States. You go to the best medical center that they possibly have in the world, that being the Walter Reed. You know what I mean? So you have top-notch everything. And then you want to come out and boast and brag how you beat COVID and still show up in places with no mask on and still have a bunch of people around you without the mask on as well. You know what I mean? And, and, and. You know, sometimes I can get all scorched and go political on people, man, and, and that's one of these uh, moments here, guys. But it's 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 just crazy what's going on with the whole COVID nineteen situation. You still have twenty plus states who were who are seeing spikes. At one point in time, the state I live in, Virginia, we were steady. We were steady for a long time, especially uh, for majority of the uh, summer. And I'm looking at the uh, map. I want to say probably this morning on you know CNN, which is one of my favorite shows. And I'm seeing that we're starting to uh, spike again. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, 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 you know, we put it on young people when the summer first jumped off. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's going back to the beaches and bars and shit like that, man. But I think it's everybody now, man. You know what I'm saying? And as I told people months ago, it wouldn't surprise me if everybody in the United States tested positive. I think we all, get, we all have what they call the Oprah COVID. You got COVID. You got COVID. You got COVID. <laughs> this is crazy, man. This shit is everywhere. This shit is everywhere. And from my understanding, and this is the part that really spooked me out last night, man. I don't know if you guys caught it on the uh, the, the uh, broadcasting of the uh, game last night for those who watched it. But uh, the L.A. Chargers head coach, uh, oh, man, I can't think of his name. He's a black guy. I can't think of his name. That's fucked up. But anyhow, uh he uh, had the shield on his face you know what i mean and he said he, he still caught covid and he said listen he said i wore the mask i washed my hands i did this six feet apart social distancing and everything he said and i still caught the shit so when i hear stories like that it, it takes me back to what i was saying months ago before you know the cdc wanted to admit the shit and that this shit is a airborne disease so you can wear the mask and you can practice your social distancing and, and, and all of that. All of that good shit that I tell you guys every time I sign off. You know what I mean? You can do all of those things and still catch this shit solely because it's airborne. It's airborne. You know? So, you know, keep that shit in mind, man. It's, it's, it's crazy out here, I swear. 
it is crazy and 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 another thing too uh to the people who and i and and this is me included you know i mean i have to count myself in this shit uh if you have the masks that are not disposable wash the motherfuckers i mean and put it in the sink some sink and, and some you know hand soap or whatever and you know wash it out air dry well not air dry because covid out there but put it put it in the dryer or some shit like that you know what i'm saying but that's what i'm gonna start doing i'll just start doing that man because i be leaving my shit in the car and a couple times i think at damn and i know she listening but I, I think i took all my wife's masks you know what i'm saying she had a couple black joints which is uh my favorite color so yeah <laughs> and i also have a couple other ones <laughs> and she got me y'all uh, well yeah man um you know i gotta start washing those and shit like that you know what i mean spook that's cool <laughs> but yeah i gotta start washing those and shit like that though man we all gotta start doing that and you know continue to play our parts you know what i'm saying because even though you can still contract it by doing all of the things that i just said it still helps if you do those things you know what i'm saying but man to see what the government is doing in the sense is uh what the government is doing is like you know turn a blind eye to the shit let's just keep going forward you know and uh this whole situation with uh this new nominee uh what's her name amy cohen Barron, if that's correct i'll just call her amy or miss amy or someone like that but yeah um the only thing i disagree with with this whole situation outside of uh or uh, uh, i'm talking about on her end not on trump's end the only thing I disagree with is the fact that this lady has to sit in the fucking chair and be grilled three days in a row for 10 plus hours. Who, who the fuck deserve that type of punishment? You know what? When POWs don't get that kind of punishment, they don't get that kind of punishment. You ain't never in the interrogation room for no fucking 10 plus hours asking, answering questions or at least dodging them. You know what I'm saying? Because she ain't answered shit. I still have yet to hear this lady answer one fucking question. <laughs> And that's real talk, yo. Coley, thanks for joining, man. But yeah, and uh, you know, it's 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 not it's not written in the constitution, and I'll reiterate this as many times as possible. It's not written in the constitution that what Trump is trying trying to do in the sense of put her or nominate her and, and go ahead and fill this seat before the election. It's it's not in the constitution that he can't do it. But, you know, you know, those unwritten rules where, you know, a motherfucker just should know not to do something. You know, Dr. Uh, Ruth Ginsburg, she shouldn't, the Honorable Ruth Ginsburg, she shouldn't have had to, her, her last nine wish shouldn't have had to be nothing about this motherfucker. Like, absolutely nothing. You know, that's, what's, that's, what, that's the most fucked up part about it. And, and to tell him not to do it is just like telling this motherfucker to do it. You know, he's a two-year-old kid. My two-year granddaughter listens better than this guy. That's real. And uh, but yeah, man, that's that's where we are right now, uh, as a country. And 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 uh, and and it's crazy because there were the plot that was against uh the governor in Michigan. These same assholes wanted to come and fuck with my boy Ralph Northam in Virginia. And that's fucked up. I was ready to get my cow ridden house on. I'm gonna be real with y'all, yo. Go grab my gun and protect what's rightfully ours. <laughs> But that's fucked up though, man. And the two and the, and the crazy part about it is that this group, uh, they 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 Trump boys. They they good old Trump boys, man. This is the shit I'm talking about. This guy's going to start a war 
in this country, you guys, if he does not win this election. Now, that doesn't mean that we should be shaking in our boots and give this motherfucking election to him. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He's going to lose this motherfucker. But I just want everybody to be on point. You know what I'm saying? Remember, he told them motherfuckers to stand down and stand back. That's what he told them. He ain't say he was against them. He said, okay, stand down and stand back. He knew what the fuck he was saying. He knew what the fuck he was saying, man. Fain, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, see, one thing about people like that, man, is that they can talk in cold by talking directly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And like, like, and I see it in white America all the time. You know what I mean? What's going on? I see it in white America all the time, man, to where, you know, when the when the when the national anthem this and that's the one thing I don't understand when white people get mad when black people or just people in general of color uh refuse to stand for the national anthem or decide to kneel for the national anthem and shit like that. Whatever the case may be, and they get mad about it. And I'll be like, why get mad about it when the fucking song was never written to include us anyway? You know what I'm saying? It was never written to include us anyway. So why do you get mad if we feel the need to uh, show that it doesn't include us? <laughs> you're perfectly fine with it not including us. But on the other hand, you're not fine when we decide to express ourselves in a manner to where we are unhappy that the song does not include us or at the very least. Or at the very least, stand true to what's being said. Y'all feel me on that? That's some real shit, man. I hit myself on that one. Bow. Yeah, that's what's up. But yeah, man, that's 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 real talk, man. Like I don't, I'm as I tell people, listen, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. You know what I'm saying? But I will vote for someone who I feel like policies work. Like Governor Ralph Norton. Northern, his policies work in my favor very often. Well, I won't say very often, but it's very rare that, you know, a politician will say he'll do something and then get elected and actually do the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because of Ralph Northam, you know what I'm saying? I have a license now. You know what I mean? That's real talk. And, 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 and because of Ralph Northam, you know what I'm saying? The state of Virginia... For a very long time outside of New York was doing perfectly fine handling the whole COVID situation. They're doing perfectly fucking fine. Now, I don't know what happened because the map that I saw. Now I did only see one map, so I have I may need to check out a couple more just to confirm it. But we were steady, as I say, we we being, you know, people that live in Virginia. We were steady when it came to the whole COVID situation. And now, you know what I'm saying, as I said earlier. Seems to be a spike. But nevertheless, though, man, Ralph Northam is, like, one of the best fucking governors. Uh, I do remember the first black governor of Virginia, and that was Doug Wilder uh, back when I was probably a teenager or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, Ralph, Ralph, my boy, man. Now, I get it. It was allegedly he was in some blackface, and he was standing beside a dude that was in KKK uniform, and you don't know which one on was which or whatever the case may be. And, you know, Ralph was gone, but he it was it was calling for his head one time to resign. You know what I'm saying? And to a certain degree, it was looking like he was gonna do this shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, he decided not to do it. He decided not to resign and continue to go on, man. You know what I'm saying? And from that, you know, from that day forward, 
I don't want to say he's been breaking his neck to help black people, but I, it just seemed like to me he's just been helping everybody. Like, it just seemed like he's one of the politicians that just stayed true to his word. So, you know, it's fucked up that these people was plotting to try to kidnap him, too. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Trump, hey, Trump, for real, man, get your people, yo, because you about to get somebody fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because we got a lot of people on our side. See, that's what these idiots don't understand. And when I say people, I'm talking about people of all nationalities and, and, and genders and, 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 and just all types of shit, man. See, you got to remember the systemic, the, the systemic racism that goes on in America is all our uh, white people. Old white guys, to the, to the, for the most part, they run this shit. And it trickles down to the middle-aged white guys and some of the younger white guys. You know what I'm saying? But what them fuckers forgot was that it ain't just black people that's tired of y'all shit. It's Indian people tired of your shit. It's African people tired of your shit. It's Asian people tired of your shit. It's Latino people tired of your shit. It's Native American people who really own this shit tired of your shit. Everybody tired of y'all shit. You know what I'm saying? See, when you... Now, now, what America must understand is that they can crush all of us as individuals. But when all of us form together like motherfucking Voltron, you know what I'm saying? Then that's when shit get real. Y'all know that. <laughs> hey, man, continue to wear your mask, man. Practice your social distancing. And, 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 and wash your hands. And wash your mask, too. You know what I mean? And continue to love one another. We're going to defeat this shit, man. We just got to do it together. Y'all understand that? Y'all know that. I love all y'all, man. On that note, I want to thank y'all for listening to your boy, B-L-A-K-K-A. This is The Sixth Sense. I'm out. Peace.